Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Gong, the podcast where I, Adriel, talk about sales at startups and specifically sales at my startup, Riveter. As a reminder, Riveter is like a student discount for the unemployed. So we negotiate tons of discounts to a whole variety of resources and share them with unemployed folks. Uh, but most of you know that already. To the people who a bunch of you reached out after the last episode where I shared uh, some of the things that have been tough. So thank you so much to, I mean, truly a bunch of you who who's texted me, called me, emailed me, LinkedIn'd me, <laughs> folks I knew and folks I didn't know um, to talk about that. That that was really comforting. And, uh, you know, Abby, ex-girlfriend, current fiance, listened to it and said, well, yeah, you sounded kind of depressing. I think people were worried about you. Nothing to worry about. I think it's just um, as one of my entrepreneur friends texted me, he said, it's part of the program. You just wake up one morning and think it's, you're going to take over the world and realize by lunchtime it's all going to shit. But maybe by 3 o'clock something happens to bring you back up again. So maybe I was on the round the, the lunchtime part of my day there. But um, I said kind of you know things were going tough, but we have this new pivot, direct-to-consumer, and I wanted to share actually what's been going really well and where some revenue has been coming and what we're going to do next. So we – Again, I told you we kind of took this pivot. We were B2B for a while, really tried pushing it. didn't really work because it's so hard to build a brand in this industry, in HR. And we've heard that from lots of different people and also felt that firsthand. And we could have tried. You know, takes takes time. Could have been sending a 1,000 LinkedIn messages a day to HR people. But there felt like there was a different gap and an easier way to get there. So we went direct to consumer. We said, hey, if you're unemployed, come become a Riveter member for free. And you could upgrade to premium and get all the some extra uh, discounts that we negotiated. So join for free, and you'll get some of these unemployment tools that we built out. You'll get our content. You'll get a few resources that we just think are cool. Upgrade, pay 25 bucks, and we've negotiated thousands of dollars worth of discounts to things like therapy or classes. That would be really good. Totally worth $25. I mean, unemployed people, certainly money's obviously a concern, but there's severance pay and and uh, unemployment benefits and savings, like they people spend money still. We're like, all right, let's give them more value. Now that didn't work out. And I think there's a couple of reasons it didn't work out. First, people love the Riveter concept, right? They're like, wow, discounts, cool resources. You know, there's three big problems for unemployed people. The first one is I need a job and we're not solving that one at all. We're saying, hey, a million other people are solving the I need a job problem, so let's avoid it. There's, life's really expensive. <laughs> All of a sudden, money's a concern, so we are solving that problem. We're saying, hey, here's all the stuff that you're probably going to buy anyway. We made it cheaper for you. And then there's a third problem of how do you spend time well. And uh, we're kind of solving that problem by saying, hey, here's our recommended resources that you should be using. So what we learned is people love them, and when they can access the resources, they do. They take the classes. They Somebody signed up for the copywriting class. Someone else signed up for this eight-week business skills program. Somebody else used the resume review. People used the things, but they didn't want to pay Riveter for the discounts. And it could be two reasons, um, but I think one of them could just be like every dollar counts and maybe 25 bucks towards Riveter wasn't the right place to spend it. But I think more importantly is they didn't really trust us. Uh, you know, when you're working on the company, you're like, oh, we're doing all this cool stuff. We're doing the right thing for people. Um, but people not trusting People don't know me. They don't know us. They only know what they see on a blog and the fact that we send them to a payment page. Um, so there wasn't necessarily that trust. They weren't know what they were putting the twenty five bucks for. They weren't. They didn't know if it was legit or not. There wasn't enough brand validation, things like that. So 
we weren't able to solve that. And that's that was part of what was frustrating because I was like, all right, this is so innovative, so cool. You know, with this sort of direct consumer platform, this membership community for unemployed people. Uh, there's tons of other communities where people spend hundreds of dollars a month to participate in it. Will be twenty five bucks and it'll be super easy. And it was frustrating that it didn't work. However, uh, something happened um, where we actually found value in a, in a slightly different way. Uh, advertising came about. <laughs> like many companies, you couldn't quite figure out how to get how to monetize from the users. We decided to try monetizing from advertising, and that all happened really, really fast. Um, I wasn't really thinking about it. We were still trying this this membership paid approach and the company liked one of my LinkedIn posts and I looked up the company and it was sort of career coaching company it looked really cool founded by really cool people many years ago and uh, I called them found the number and literally two phone calls and a couple emails later and they had agreed to do a $200 ad campaign and we put them on the website in a premium listing spot we sent emails with them we did a lot of stuff to promote them and it was awesome. I think it went fairly well. You know, there's certainly things we need to improve, but they were really into it. It was really good to see. Um, the then all of a sudden, you know, shortly after that, I got connected to. Uh, I was connected months ago, back in March, when I started the company to this other startup, sort of career coaching esque. And they, I sent them maybe three or four emails. They never responded. I just wanted them to give a discount. They never responded. And all of a sudden, like a week or two ago, they respond and put me in touch with somebody. And that one, I think a 15 minute phone call and three emails later, they agreed to do a $250 campaign. So that's a you know 25% increase. Um, and so we're gonna try this out. You know, We made more, not, not that much money, $450, but more in the last week than we have really in the last many months. Uh, we topped the $1,000 revenue moment, which is very exciting. Um, perhaps embarrassing after six months, but also I feel proud, I feel excited. So. We'll see how it continues to go. Now we kind of have to take, all right, so advertising is this new function. How can we make advertising succeed as much as possible? So I think that means we need to track three core metrics. First one is growth, right? We need a really big list. We need a lot of people who are going to see these ads. We need to grow those impressions. The second is engagements. So we need people to actually click into the emails, open the emails, uh, click on the ads we send out, things like that. So there's growth, which is just raw numbers and impressions. And then there's engagement. They actually need to click on these resources, spend more time on our product, come back to our product, things like that. And the last one is, is purely revenue. Um, so those are sort of the three core metrics, growth, engagement, and revenue that we're going to be working on, going after over the next couple months and trying to see if this advertising thing is going to work out. I don't know if anyone saw The Social Dilemma. Netflix has been pushing it over the last couple of weeks, but we just watched it, and uh, it was very both scary and amusing, is that I came up with these three metrics on Thursday night, and on Friday night, we watched The Social Dilemma, and it's about how Facebook and Twitter and, and Pinterest and Instagram and all these companies have the same core metrics. It was growth. We need to add users. Engagement. We got to keep you there, keep you there, keep you there, and add dollars. And, you know, this movie talks about the, the dark side of all those things. And obviously, we want to be a place that's the bright side of all these things. That's, hey, we're, we're a really supportive community for unemployed people. We prove that people do have your back. You're not all alone in this. It's a positive place. So I'm a little – I was avoiding advertising. I wrote down months ago that it's a potential avenue. But I, I was avoiding it because I, I want to make sure that we do it in a way that's kind of true to the value, that's 
not going to be toxic. That's not going to be problematic. That's going to work. Um, but you know, we also got to survive. And I think if we can do it in the right way, we can bring in money. We can make all these services free for unemployed people. And even better, and this is super great, we can actually push the best products, the best discounts, the ones we believe in, the ones who believe in us, to people who need them. You know, if somebody needs an Excel class, they can either look around, it can take them a while, or we could be sponsored by somebody who provides an Excel class. If somebody's really itching for some fitness and they say, hey, I'm gonna be unemployed, let me make this the opportunity to run a 5K or a marathon, we should be able to push them the ability to say, hey, here's a great provider of running training or exercise equipment or whatever for you to crush your goals during unemployment to really thrive during this period. So <laughs> uh, as you can tell, I'm in a slightly better mood than I was for the last episode. Um, thank you, everybody who reached out, who said something. Thank you guys who listen to this. I'll keep you updated. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll let you know. We raised our prices again, by the way. We started at 200, then went to 250. And now I'm sending out uh, a few emails trying to get it for 350. So I guess it's just keep raising your price until somebody says no and then keep the price there and then grow into it and then try again. Um, but the more the more users we get, the more engagement we get, I think the better it'll go. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to find Riveter, it's at RiveterWorks or RiveterWorks.com, pretty much all over the internet. I am at alubarski 2 all over the internet, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Find me wherever you want to. I'm at A. Lubarski too. And until then, happy selling.